I love what I'm doing. I'm so grateful for my business. It's going well. I love my students. I love that it's growing. I, I mean, really, I have every reason to be really, really super happy. But you know how it is. Building a business from scratch is also a lot of work. Being an entrepreneur, let me tell you, this stuff ain't easy. I've always been a hard worker. I was working in advertising where 60-hour weeks were totally normal. And now, a little bit older and wiser, I know that I don't want to kill myself anymore with work. I want my life to be different. There has to be a balance in my life between working and everything else. There has to be time for travel and hobbies, walking the dog and friends and family and, you know, everything else. And most days I manage to do that. That works out. I'm organized. I have a plan and I manage to get everything done calmly, one thing after the other. Okay. Maybe not most days, but oh yeah, yeah. Actually, most days, most days are really organized, calm. I'm just like do my work. And after that, I stop working. But some days, that's not how it works out, right? Um, on those days, it feels like there's a never-ending to-do list, a mountain of things that all need to be taken care of, and it's all just too much. And I'm feeling overwhelmed. You know that feeling, right? I mean, everybody has that. It means having too many things to do in too short an amount of time, leading to a sense of feeling out of control. It's waking up at 5 a.m. chest pounding with a million and one things rattling around in your head and no chance of ever getting back to sleep. If you find you are feeling overwhelmed in your business or in your life, here are five strategies I found to work really well for me and I'm so happy to share some practical advice for, um, for managing this problem with you. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Bliss Podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Reicher, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. Okay, let's dive right in. Um, let's start with strategy number one to help with overwhelm. Number one, start each day working on your most important task. You probably already have a to-do list, right? Or you know you should have a to-do list. So it doesn't matter if it's like a piece of paper, if it's a planner, if you're using an online tool, just like a list with everything that needs to be done. But if you have a million things on your to-do list um, for the day, you're probably never going to be able to get it all done. And that is just going to make you feel bad. So why would you want to do that, right? You need to keep a to-do list, but you also need to prioritize. You need to know what are the most important tasks you need to accomplish that day. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to identify your three most important tasks for the day. So each day you do that. What would make you feel really good about yourself if you got this done? right? So this three tasks. Some days it can also be just one task that you want to get done. Just make sure that it is a task that you can finish in that day. 
It can be between one and three tasks that you prioritize. Just try not to add more than three. Though this is not like a super strict rule, but that's like the general rule that I apply here, between one and three tasks for each day. So if you have a really big project, like, for example, your website, chunk it into smaller projects, into smaller bits that you can actually accomplish in one work setting. A big project for me would be, for example, a sales page for a new product. It will take longer than one day, that's for sure. So I divide it into smaller tasks like writing the copy for the page, creating the images, setting it up in WordPress, setting up the checkout page and confirmation email, and testing everything. Writing the copy would be one task for one day because that's a really important task. And I wouldn't add any other tasks on my to-do list for that day because it's so important. On other days, I have tons of big and little things to do, like Mondays when I publish a new podcast episode. And on those days, I still identify my three most important tasks and I work on them first. Only after I finish them, I start working on other things on my to-do list. And when I don't get everything done, I don't sweat it. I look at my plan for the rest of the week and rearrange things and move them around. So it can be that I get more done than that day than just three things. And that's great, of course. I mean, yeah, it's always great to get things done. But prioritizing means that first, I'm going to be happy at the end of the day, even if I didn't get everything done on my to-do list. And I'm making sure that I'm working on important things that will help me move my business forward and not get stuck in the little time-consuming things like social media, I'm looking at you, or support emails or stuff like that. Prioritizing your tasks means that you choose to focus on tasks that help you grow your business. You are working on your business and not just in it. And for me, this was huge. It's so easy to get lost in the little day-to-day to-dos and feel really productive, but then you never get any important stuff done. And by thinking about what's really important for you to accomplish that day, normally you automatically move towards that stuff that's going to move your business forward, that's going to help you grow. And, you know, that's why you want to do it first. It's super simple, actually. There are a lot of things that just need to be done, of course, like answering emails, but you don't focus on them. And most importantly, you don't do these the first thing in the morning. Um, sometimes, you know, I get support emails um, overnight because a lot of my clients are in the US or at the, um, at the West Coast there. So it's a big time difference. So I wake up to them. When I wake up in the morning and I look in my email inbox, there can be quite a few questions and support requests waiting for me. And, you know, sometimes I was like, I used to think I have to work through my inbox first thing in the morning. And that was really, really stupid because firstly, those people, they were asleep by now. They, they weren't waiting on their computer for my feedback. So um, it was fine for them actually to, to wait a few hours until the afternoon when I then schedule some time in the afternoon to answer all the support requests from my students. So I don't do that first thing in the morning anymore, and neither should you. I focus on my most important task first, get them done, and then I do the rest. For me, this also works because sometimes in the afternoon, my energy fizzles out a bit, so I like to do some more basic stuff. 
I'm not a morning person who gets up at 4 or 5 a.m. or anything crazy like that, but I find it easier to concentrate and really focus in the mornings. I do this every day, like prioritizing my tasks, looking at my to-do list, and also for every week and every month. Each Friday or Sunday, normally on a Sunday, I sit down and plan my week ahead and I identify three tasks for, or projects that I want to get done that week. And I do the same for each month. It really helps me stay focused and move my business forward. And also it helps me not to overwhelm myself by putting too much on my plate. Give it a try if you're not doing this yet. Okay, moving on, strategy number two to help you stop overwhelm, stop dreaming, and start taking imperfect action. Ah, right, perfectionism. I get it, I really do. Everything has to be just so before I share it. Although I got a lot better and more relaxed about everything I put out there. The nice thing about working online is that normally you are able to go back and change things. Like when you find a mistake on your website, you can fix it. Try doing that with an ad that went into print. When I was working in advertising, managing print projects really stressed me out. Because here you knew that even a tiny mistake could be fatal. It would be out there forever, right? That's why advertising agencies have complex quality assurance processes in place for these projects. Like with the print ad, multiple people had to sign it off before it went to the printer. But you're not an agency. You don't have that kind of team. You're just you and you want to have a life beside work, I'm guessing, right? My take on this is if you want to have a life beside work, and I'm really serious about this, you need to let go of perfectionism. You need to embrace your imperfections and speed and just getting stuff out there. Because everything else is just going to take up way too much time and it's going to eat you up. What's even worse than being a perfectionist that works too much is not getting started at all because you feel you're not ready or what you would put out wouldn't be good enough. Like, for example, you think it would be great to sell an online course and you even have an idea, but you're not getting started because you haven't figured out your niche completely yet. I've actually heard that excuse. Or your business name. And before you know it, it's a year later and you're still in the same place. You don't have an online course and those people who would have needed it, you didn't help them. Focusing on A-plus work isn't helping anyone. If you put out something that's like C-minus and you're helping just one person, it would have been worth it to put it out there. Also, you will get better with practice. You just need to get started and take that first step. Perfectionism be damned. Just get going. Okay, strategy number three, focus on one thing at a time. There's this belief that women are great at multitasking and we are so much better than men and that and that this is somehow a great thing. Girls, it's not. It's not true. It's not a great thing. This has been put out there to make women feel not so bad that their workload is so much bigger than men's. That's what I think. There are actually tons of studies that prove that you get more done when you work on one task at a time, when you focus. It's also more fulfilling and it's more yogic. It's about being present. It's about being in the moment. We want that, right? 
what helps me focus on one thing at a time is actually using a time tracker. I talked about this before, but I'm going to run you through it again. So I use Asana, a free project management tool to manage all my tasks and to-dos. I absolutely love it and would be totally lost without it. Um, it's Asana, like the yoga pose, asana.com, where you can sign up and learn more about it. And um, I also add the link to the show notes. And then I use EverHour, another tool to track my time. EverHour integrates with Asana and every time I start a new thing on my to-do list, I click a button to start the time running. And when I finish the task or take a break, I stop the timer. Sounds easy enough, right? Well, let me tell you, this is much harder than you would think. In the beginning, I forgot to set the timer or to stop it all the time, or I would have a sneak peek at my Instagram feed while I was supposed to work on something else. This little tool, it has helped me so much with my mindfulness when working and being focused. So you might not need a time tracker. For me, it might, makes also sense because I have clients and I need to know how much time I spend on their projects. But you should still try to work on one thing at a time. So whatever helps you get there. Strategy number four, remind yourself of what you've accomplished so far. Having an organized to-do list and all that is great. But sometimes that's not enough to give you a fresh burst of motivation to inspire you to get it all done. What helps me sometimes is looking back at everything that I've accomplished so far. You can keep a list, for example, or you can make a writing exercise out of it or put it in your diary. It can be things like graduating from yoga teacher training. That's huge, right? Or doing this additional training or learning how to post a reel on Instagram or offering your first workshop. Chances are you've accomplished some pretty amazing things already in your life too. Remind yourself of them and celebrate them, which is also so important to celebrate our successes. Sometimes we finish something, it went well, and then we move on immediately to the next thing on our to-do list. And I've done that too. Now, when I'm tackling a big new project, I plan how I'm going to celebrate when I finished it in advance. Before I even start working on it, I already know what I'm going to do to celebrate my success of finishing it and I put it in my calendar. It doesn't have to be something big. It can be sushi from your favorite delivery place after your launch or a nice bottle of wine that you put away. Or it can be a weekend trip someplace amazing. That's what I did after I launched my first online course, actually. Celebrate your accomplishment, big and small. This is so important. Also, it brings more fun into your business. And the final strategy, strategy number five that I'm going to share with you is to keep a sizzle file. This is my final tip for today to help with overwhelm. It's to keep a sizzle file. A sizzle file is a place where you collect all kind of positive feedback that you've received. All those love messages from students or clients who tell you how you have helped them or how they loved what you put out there. When I'm feeling a bit down, it happens, right? I mean, we all have that. Reading through some of those heartfelt messages that people send me always lifts me up. I have a folder in my inbox where I save those emails and I also started screenshotting positive comments people made on social media and I want to find a place where I collect all that. 
I think I'm going to create a Google Doc and put everything in there. This is so helpful because we humans, we tend to focus on the negative stuff. If you had 20 people tell you how amazing your workshop was and just one giving you a negative feedback, you are going to remember the negative feedback. It's just how we are wired. So make sure that you don't forget the amazing positive feedback that you've gotten and collect it all in one place so you can look at it when you need it. I hope you love the idea of a sizzle file. And if you want to be in mine, send me a message with some positive feedback. I'd love to hear from you. And those are my five strategies to help you with overwhelm. I have one final bit of advice for you. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself some grace and compassion. You're not a robot working machine and sometimes things don't go as planned. That's life and that's normal and to be expected. If you find yourself often overwhelmed by the number of tasks still left to do on your to-do list at the end of the day, it's possible that you need to spread those tasks out over a longer period of time or spend some time re-examining your goals. If you had to take a day off to care for a sick child, for example, reorganize your goals for the week and move things to the next week. We often plan things in the abstract, um, the perfect world, but we don't execute them in the perfect world, right? Life is chaotic, so you have to have some um, flexibility there to move things around. Life happens. Practice self-compassion and realize that you can modify your goals. You got it. And now I hope next time you're telling yourself you're feeling overwhelmed, look back at those strategies and put them into action. And then let's get things done, people, right? You got this. You are here to do amazing things. And I know you can do it. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you again next week, same place. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannoreicher.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the make your first or next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable, and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get 
five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.